And welcome everyone to the Rainbow Six Siege Cast, now actually called R6 Siege Cast, the unofficial Rainbow Six Siege podcast on the internet. As always, I'm your host, Mike Ozone Product, joined alongside the ever present co hosts, Rusty Tang. How are you? And Darth Streisand. AAA. So, uh, needless to say, been a lot going on this week. One, just for honor, came out. But two, the servers have been super frustrating. Worse than normal. Worse than normal. And that's saying something, because they're normally pretty uh, bad. Just look at Twitter and the subreddit, and all the PS4 players are pretty ablaze about it. So we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. It can't be just us. Yeah, but... See, that's... It makes you wonder, right? That's the downside to playing on PS4, because I feel like a major part of the player base isn't dealing with it. Right? It's just us. It makes you... (laughs) It's like Maybe. screaming into a void. Like I'm really think curious it's us? about that. I kind of want to. I, they'll probably never release it, but I'm really curious about like the average player number. Like overall, like uh, like server numbers. Like how much is playing PC, Xbox One, and PS4? That'd be, that'd be some interesting info. To I mean, see. clearly, like the bulk of the player base is on PC. But yeah, yeah. As, I'm, I'm, as uh, a lot of shooters, I'm intrigued to just see how much the PS4 really makes up. Moving forward, anyway. Huh? I don't even know. With uh. Velvet Shell's been out for a while now, but people haven't been able to play it, so it's actually kind of tough to really talk about a lot of it. It's like we get we kind of get to be able to play at random spurts and everything like that. If we're good. So I guess we can just go into questions, because a lot of good questions came in. Once again, uh, thank you for everyone that so far has followed us on Twitter. You can follow us at our number six SiegeCast on Twitter, where you guys can actually enter in all your questions and comments and whatnot. Give you a shout-out at the show. First question comes from at DieCast, Mr. Matt Miller. Hey, yo. Had a had an interesting question, I thought, which mm-hmm. we talked about. We may not be the most helpful people to answer it, but I think it's worth bringing up nonetheless because maybe listeners, listeners of the show may be able to help them out. We at least tell you where to go. But uh, Matt Miller asked, uh, what was it? How, uh, what, what's a good way to find people to play ranked with? And we can't really attest to that because a lot, like, a lot eight of or us. nine people that we play with, like uh, that we play ranked with, like we, we all know. know in real life. So... <laughs> It's uh, it's we can't really get, easy for us to yeah, find. We, we lucked games. out in that regard. I feel like it'd be rude to say get friends in real life because I'm sure you have friends. So uh, get your friends to play Siege if they aren't already. Otherwise, uh, yeah, just go crazy on our on our Twitter, I guess, for the questions in this episode. Just if anyone wants to play with Matt Miller, Adam, he needs he needs people to play ranked with. He's looking for friends. Also, yeah. uh, I think there's a couple apps out there that actually go through the phone that like connect gamer communities for like you can actually yeah, there's, pick there's a game various things phone app Interesting. No, not yeah. super well versed in that stuff yeah. but yeah there are two tools at people's disposal what i did what i did other things like that i'm sure people would respond yeah, well yeah just, with just that. put yeah. a post they just put up a thing looking for, looking for like yeah ps4 yeah. tags and whatnot yeah, what, I, what, I, what happened for me too is because i would usually end up staying later that up later than these guys would be just going casual keeping your mic and uh you know just talk to people more often than not i found a couple full squads of people to, that i regularly played ranked with last season uh, i just met them in casual and they had a couple friends their friends had friends before you know it you got a five man squad so uh you know just let them know you know start talking to the people if you really hit it off just uh bring up going into ranked more often than not people will be down to at least try a couple rounds so yeah my friends list is booming now because of stuff like that like it's it's pretty I, much I tripled either, my friends list the, the just friends list is either people i know personally and everyone else is from siege that's yeah. just yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, what sure. populate, uh, populates the entire friends list but yeah so my advice would be just talk to people in game and uh like these guys said go on twitter go on reddit any of the communities you really find people yeah. are more than willing because you are not alone there are plenty of people that don't have a five man squad on the ready so mm. 
you know, it's, it definitely so makes have, it a lot more fun. Any words of advice, Rusty? Uh, anything worthwhile? I can't. I can't really think of anything. No, like not it's, really. It's not I really mean, super like, helpful, but uh, yeah. might as well give Mr. Miller here a signal boost. But uh, I guess on, on the topic of rank, another question comes in from Falling Sky, uh, Falling Skies Nine, and it's funny because I even flubbed the way I wrote it down. But uh, he wanted to know. And we joke about this all the time. When is ranked ever going to leave beta? <laughs> in the correct answer, now, it's never. We're going into the second. We're in year, year two currently. We're about. A month almost into the the first season. They still got two. kinks. They need to work. We had an out. international championship. Think about and this. We're in beta. They still can't even hold down a solid symbol set. Yeah, it's changed almost every season so far. Okay, okay. we just talk about that too. See, that's something we should bring up. I, I'm not crazy about the the new rank symbols. No, I, I feel not like as clear. They're not as yeah. Clear. They said like they redesigned them to make it clearer between silver and diamond. And it's like okay, so diamond has a star now, but like dude, like. But there's stars I don't and even gold. Know. Like I, I think don't... just the icons look way shittier. I don't think there was anything wrong with it before. Yeah, there's almost like a standard. Like there's like the a only banner thing that flying. was I really found to be a problem is just instead of going from one to four, you just go from four to one. One is supposed to be the top rank. That's the top tier. Yeah, but it's I, like that's I all they had to that. do. If they would have just switched that, it would have been fine. But yeah, the colors just make it because it's all like draped in like random parts of the color palette now and it's not just the simple like color rank that like, you're supposed I, I, to be i would be cool with the times new roman size 12 gold four gold yeah. three i mean just just because uh, some way for me just to decipher give it, it man. is a just, war just give me i facts. don't need anything yeah. flashy I, I don't need any pictures i don't need just you. get to the fucking point what rank am i it's just a jpeg that says you are this yeah, yeah you guys do you guys remember that game resistance fall of man always of oh my god i had that, that might be dating us a little oh, bit too. oh yeah that, that's when did that game come game. out 2006 it was a launch title something yeah, like that yeah, 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 yeah you, you yeah. play this guy nathan hale fight against like a virus of like alien type things from russia it's a really cool game alternate storyline but but basically the reason i brought it up was the way you leveled up in that game, see, Call of Duty gets it right. They just give you level one, two, three, a little up to like fifty yeah, yeah. prestige. No, in Resistance Fall of Man, you used actual military ranks. Where for anybody who's not no. in the military, that's confusing as all shit. This is a lot of games classically that. did that back then on PS2 so and confusing. early PS3 era. There's like three stars, and it goes into a circle. Then you got a bar, and there's like all these these like arrows. I, I don't know. It's lost just, on me. Just learn military. Completely rank. lost on hey, me. Hey, Rainbow Six Vegas one and two did. Hey, the same I bought thing. a game. I, I shouldn't you start have, from I private have rank. To do homework to play this game. Because what it goes that's what my, private private first class, and you get specialist, then corporal, and sergeant. Then what about a staff sergeant? What's a staff sergeant? Sorry, staff sergeant. Then what is yeah. it? Gunner sergeant, the, fucking the master master's sergeant. See, yeah, there's a lot of different ranks of sergeant. It's such a bureaucracy. Like when yeah, I play there's a usually game, like four it's or five the military. Of them in the what do you mean bureaucracy? <sighs> this isn't about the military. This isn't about. I'm not. I'm not knocking on the military. Yeah. I'm saying it's as convoluted a system as that. I don't really I, think I it's that convoluted. Like it's that, I, uh, maybe it's me. It's like I look at it and I, I just give me shapes. Like I'd be happy because that's just square. the NCOs. Then you have the COs, which is like second lieutenant, first lieutenant, and captain. But are they Major. officers? Is a commander? Yeah, that's what a CO if you is. Enlist, an officer. Can you become an officer? Uh, if you go to officer school or if you go to college afterward. But if you're just an enlisted soldier, you can only become what's an NCO, like sergeants and whatnot. Okay. They're NCOs. Okay. So enlisted men generally become like sergeants and whatnot. But you can't go to officer school or if you go through like ROTC, go through college, gotcha. you generally start the military as an officer, usually starting out at second lieutenant. Where's working AK with the first. We need him? I was right. going to say, our, our friend like Alan, in the service Alan's just lieutenant. left. Okay. He's a lieutenant because he went through school and everything for us. Yeah, so. he would have been, been the guy to ask for that. He was yeah. in the, but, um, but I feel like we got really off topic with that. But the, the reason matter. I brought all this up was <laughs> reason. your ranked system Ubisoft in this game is very convoluted and I think bordering on a massive bureaucracy. It's that confusing. You be please. You be please. 
But uh, yeah, you, that that was my uh, yeah. Resistance I'm start was a great game. That now from now on, yeah. on Twitter hashtag you be please you be please start using it with this episode. Are, is, are you know what? Hashtag any bullshit like connection things you run into or broken hitboxes. Post it on Twitter and hashtag it. Hashtag you be please you so be we can please. all take a look at it. I like that. Yeah, that that'd be a great thing. I'd love to. I'd love to see that trending. Yeah, yeah. Like I want. I want to see that. Let's make that happen. It, Hashtag please, is, is that dating us? Is Dolan dating us too? That, well, yeah. those are old. If you use a meme that's more than six months old, you're out of fashion. Oh, I feel God. like. What's that? What's that make me? That's like six years old. The fact yeah. that memes now qualify brackets now is no. Did you see that article I posted from Cracked about how just like a lot of modern memes are mostly propaganda? Really? Go, go to, go to crack.com. Right. It's, yeah, it's a good yeah. article about how memes are largely propaganda. It's really okay. compelling. Uh, but uh, but uh, moving yeah, moving on then. Back to, to the what, uh, no, we don't. I don't. I personally don't think what? it'll ever leave beta. Oh yeah, to answer your question. <laughs> I mean, like, look, if, if it's not going to leave it after the first year of the game, no, don't they, don't. They're have still working crossed. out the kinks. They don't know if Daisy can still be an open alpha <laughs> access after being announced in 2012. This game's never coming out of beta. Maybe when we get all 50 hours. Doesn't matter what publishers do. What Don't was matter. it? Final Fantasy 15 took 15 years. 15? No, it was 11. It was, oh, no, Last Guardian. Last was Guardian fi- was also 15. took. Or was that 11? Oh, man, that was announced during the PS3 era. Yeah, but oh, the wow. point is, is mm. that just because. Same with Final out, Fantasy 15. Uh, it's it's 15 it was yeah, announced at the same time as 13, just as an offshoot of the 13 series. It's well, not what this podcast is. Yeah, about. anyways, yeah, we're getting real <laughs> off. Topic. We like video games. To the. Uh, I guess the question of the day, the big question, uh, come, came from uh, email. Big hoss. Gentleman, Aiden Daly. Aiden wanted to know, uh, what are uh, some proper call-out methods that we do or just overall attacking methods? So I guess... It's a good topic. Sort of uh, some tips and tricks that due to the fact that we tend to play in large numbers, we tend to have three people on a mic, up minimum, to five people. Minimum three, maximum usually. if we have. So communication, we always talk about how it's key. So uh, I figure we open the floor. What, what sort of ways do we use that communication? Rusty Tang, you want to start yeah, us yeah. off with that one? You uh, have a lot of good ones. I know that, Spoons. Oh, yeah. That's putting a lot of faith in... Uh, Peter North, the call-out king. Well, explain. All right. Um, I've noticed that generally when we have a five-man squad, that mm. gener- uh, we'll break off into like a three-pack and then yeah. two. And then we'll try and... Generally, the three-man squad focuses on the objective and kind of tries to push towards the room, whereas the two... Uh, just cause chaos and shoot from try different and, angles and pinch from yeah, different yeah. angles try and get people who are roaming stop flanks different things like that but, the suicide squad yeah and then if anyone goes down you immediately become a spotter mm-hmm. and it's just flicking between cameras or whatever you really can do in order to help call outs and really i've noticed the pinch method works the best it's yeah. kind of just creating crossfire because otherwise it's like if you just push from one area it allows them way too much time to just Focus, and just if you just cause cross paths, they're not going to be as uh, on point. Yeah, disorient them. That's key. That, that's really good. You bring that up with the crossfire because when you're really coming in, if you get them to dig in, again, communication is really important. Communicating mm-hmm. with your teammates and your team to let them know when the team is really hunkered down. That three, your your main push, we'll call it that. The main push really yeah, has yeah. them down. Your side push is what we'll sort of call it. Is um. You can sort of signal to them as as soon as they're dug in, crouched, all their attention's on the door or window or wall the people are coming through. That's when those other guys really come in, create the distraction. Rusty, really big for this with Capitao's machine gun, just saws through the wall. He is a... 
Gives yeah. us a, he calls it his distraction. Ever since they got rid of his frag grenades, though, I really haven't played him. It was it was kind yeah. of a hook. Have you seen the man's ankles, though? Like, do you think he can hold up those extra two frag grenades? Any, it's a lot any of weight. weight taken off is going to make him that much faster. He a pencil thin ankles. Look pencil at this. Thin. Go to the character model and look, look at this man's ankles. Look at him from pencil the knees thin. down. He's yeah, just rotate it from every angle. Thing is no thicker than an inch in diameter. Unbelievably thin. But uh... we're uh, we're not here to talk about. Capitals emaciated angles. <laughs> the the man's on a cut. The man's on a cut. He looks great. He looks more great. strategies. So I guess uh, other things that we really do. What are uh, what are some common I guess uh, pairings that we'll do with operators? Mm, that is I mean? a good idea. I'm oh, trying to think of some uh, of the most effective ones. As yeah. Eric uh, brought up earlier this evening, yeah. uh, the thermite and Thatcher love affair. Oh, it's oh, match the made in heaven. It, well, it's it perfect. It's he, just like uh, caviar and pulse. It's a psychotic honeymoon. They are uh, they're a I mean, match for each other. It's a little bit of a double-edged sword, though, because on the one hand, they're perfect for one another. On the other hand, Thatcher's kind of in that weird place right now where he's almost, almost useless. His power's useless his power's unless the Thermite's also on your team. Yeah. And even then, that's on the off chance that someone's playing Mute. Because Mute's an operator, I've noticed. I mean, I don't know about like pro and everything. He's fallen from grace he's, a little bit. He seems bit. like he's played a lot in ranked, but at least in casual, uh, mm-hmm. it seems like he's gone down on the pick rate list. I don't see nearly as many people playing him as I did uh, during year one and everything. Yeah, there's just a lot more versatility you can get added from other operators when mixing and matching them now. Where plus, like th- Mew th- doesn't seem as crucial anymore because so many attackers can counter that power. It and, seems like and defenders are much enough. more aggressive. You know, I even see Smoke pick more than Mute at this point. Yeah, which, what didn't seem to be the case when the game came out. If I'm well, remembering, I mean, properly. Smoke also gets the fucking what is it, the Mac Ten, the submachine gun. Oh yeah, the uh, SMG Eleven. Yeah, yeah, the SMG Eleven. So it's like you can either take no, his... No, that, that's, that's, that's a Sledge's sidearm. His is like the F something. Oh, yeah, whatever. Point is, it, he gets yeah, one of those yeah. cheap submachine guns. You just slap a fucking holograph on that oh, thing. Oh, man. So you can either take the shotgun if you want or still take his ridiculously good submachine gun as well and just pinpoint mm-hmm. shot people. Oh, he's great. Because the recoil control on both those weapons is insane. Yeah. And then, I mean, it used to be really good with the... Uh, I always forget the name of the triangle site. Reflex. 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 Um, but now that they, like, nerfed it... it it's all weird and fuzzy. And yeah. It, it's got, it's, the bloom like seems kind of high. The, with the way it's zoomed in, yeah, the edges are a little bit fuzzier. And also, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like when it goes over things that are closer to you, it almost looks like it waves on it. Like it's right? being like projected weird, onto yeah. it, the surface, instead of it being projected onto the glass that you're looking yeah. through. Yubi, are you projecting here? But uh, yeah, whatever they did, to the thing that they did that messed with the sights really actually made the reflex far worse. But it made the red dot way better, in my opinion, because I didn't use it on guns like the p90 because it was so far zoomed out originally oh, yeah. yeah but now because they switched it all you're actually way fucking hyped that, up on that thing that i can shed a little light on that that's why they did that with the reflex because different classes of operators and different guns had the sights actually on different positions yeah. on the barrel For so they brought realism. them all to be from the same you know the same uh, point of view we could say they were all really uh you know so it some of the sites that looked smaller and seemed to work better on some other guns or didn't work vice versa are all just sort of leveled out so we have some of these same issues and uh, i don't know I, I i agree with you i think the reflex is horrible rusty in this in its current state i don't use it holographic and acog yeah yeah it's kind of both those all the way it's really the only two sites that i use at this point yep is holograph acog and it's it hasn't changed hollow gray cog but uh back to operator combos i have another i have one that i could bring up that i think works all pretty right. well was uh rusty we've actually found this one out too is buck and sledge 
Oh yeah, I think that's a really, really good combo. These are two aggressive the hot operators. Duo. <laughs> two, two very <laughs> both have very good guns. The DMR and the L eighty five. That's an amazing combo. Both get frag grenades. Both have a way to get into a wall. I mean, sparing a reinforced wall, you can get through almost anything very quick. And uh, the strategy we use is the hot breach, like you just brought up. We'll both stand right on. And this we didn't come up with this. People do this all the time. But we do is we have the two of them stand on the hatch. Sledge will smash the hatch, and then we both drop right into the objective. And uh, I guess let all hell break loose. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of people won't see that coming when you're just kind of bull rushing in quick. No, because most people, when you break open a hatch, what do they do? They look up because they think you're going to try and peek down from the hatch. What they don't expect is two large Canadian and Northern Irish, I think Scottish men, drop through from the roof, and uh, two, two men in the north, and just start going to town and <laughs> two men of the north <laughs> two men of the north and the northern great thing in Scotland and northern Canada <laughs> these are both uh, I say he's Nova Scotian you know uh, uh, actually I don't know if he is, he, is, he, is, he, is that what you, is that what you call people from Nova Scotia Nova Scotian or do you just still call him Canadian no, I think it's no. I think it would be Nova. Well, I mean, well, I mean, uh, I mean so would they actually, be? You could say would they be British Columbia? Yeah, but a New Englander is still an American. New Yorker is still yeah. an American. Just That's like what the, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. He's still Canadian. Yeah. Right. The Archer episode when they're trying the to transport Canadian. terrorists and he's trying to get a free and uh, sovereign Nova Scotia. Oh <laughs> he's yeah. Referring to themselves <laughs> as Nova Scotians. That's that is that does That's happen. What so, That's right. But is there militant Nova Scotians? You know what? Never mind. I would say there were. You know, but I think uh, Buck was born in uh, Montreal. If he is, recall, it is Montreal. Montreal. So Buck he's nasty. Sebastian Cote is about as French as they Buck. get. Montreal, il est un homme de Montreal. Buck. But uh, yeah, so I'd say, but uh, again, just those are two very autonomous operators, and you put them together, you get a, uh, I guess, bitonymous, and it's a very nice match. Very nice match. It's a match made in heaven. What about you, Ozone? You got any uh, d- well, I mean, dynamic duos? I mean, pairings that I wish would work. I mean, well, I mean, there's the classic that always seems to work out is just someone picks someone like usually a character with the DMR, whether it's like if uh, if Alton picks uh, Blackbeard and he'll pick him with his DMR, then just picking Hibana or really just the Glaz classic of being able to open up. But something that can work really effectively, depending on the map, is uh, say Hibana's on one side of the building and there's a window open to the objective and you position Glaz pretty much in the opposite side of the building. But if you're lucky enough to be able to see through a window and see the uh, kind of reinforced wall, mm-hmm. shoot through the window and try to pretty much open it up. Yeah, open it up as quickly as possible before they're able to shoot them all off the wall to be able to create just some cross shooting. That's, true, yeah, that, that, that's a good combo too. Habana can give Glaz and really any far off operator. And else. then, I mean, combos I want to work are just Mira with like either Smoke or Tachanka. But it's like <laughs> I think we all want Tachanka to work with. Mira. I mean, with two weeks with Mira now, maybe maybe we'll see something crazier with her happen now that anyone can play her. But it's just she seemed really super game changing at first, and then the metagame totally just like consumed it into yeah. what it's already now been. Now I've and it's like you like expect something to like. It like it, you expected it to sort of fit into it, but really, what was already there just engulfed it yeah. and made it its you, own you in terms have, of the meta game. You still have the peaks, you still have the quick peaks, the hop outs. It's, I mean, it's just the same marginally old shit changed with Mira being there now. It's like a, like a weaker Habana is really it. It's like yeah. Habana, you Habana'd yourself. Congratulations! Like that's really what it turns out to. More often than not, I get killed. I kill someone through a mirror hole. I think I get killed by a mirror through a mirror hole. Yeah, that's. Uh, they seem to be doing more harm than good. At least what I've noticed to the defenders. So that's interesting. That's. Uh, yeah, I did not think that going in. We'll say that. Yeah, I don't know. What were you going to say? I uh, I honestly, after this like week of them being out now, um, 
haven't. It's really kind of just gone back to the normals. Like I've seen them sprinkled in every here and there, but like yeah, it's but like it's, every once in a while, it's just people like went back to their favorites. They got it out of their system. Like just all the people who came out either in season one or uh, or was it season one? Well, year one. Year one. Thank you. Yeah. Year one and uh, the base operators. Like and then you'll just get like a jackal here, a mirror there. But right. I mean, uh, I really want a jackal to be better. I mean, right. his guns are decent. We did notice with his assault rifle, it has a tendency. With like every, every few shots, the first shot will pull to the left randomly and won't even go where the reticle is aiming. So that was really annoying. I sailed a few like headshots when I was peeking people originally when we were playing with him over the week. Yeah, that got fucking is, aggravating. The submachine really gun is still really good. Fire. It's you're meant to fire at full auto. Yeah, which is weird because it kind of I mean it's damaged the length of the gun. It's supposed right. to be like a halfway merge between a DMR and a full auto, but with its uh. With that kind of fuck up in accuracy, that that's no good. Yeah. Oh, that just actually kind of reminded me from when we were playing before, so we oh, could yeah. actually confirm it tonight. Yeah. What, oh, what, oh, yeah. What time are we recording? Walls, with the it's, it, it, yeah, it's nine o'clock. This is the fifteenth, so we can actually confirm for people. I'm sure plenty of people had saw around that there was, and we had talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was it last week or the week before? Yeah, uh, yeah the, it was last week. Uh, last no, it was last week, week yeah, because yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the first week of the shell. That that uh, bug existed with Mira where attackers could melee out the window. From, that, from the opposite side. That, that is still in the game. They can still do that. We had that happen to us in yeah. a game just tonight before to we recorded. It. So not, not, she didn't try to. She succeeded. Yeah. She ran up to it, hit it, and then fucking shot, bugged before shot. I could shoot it out and get her. So it's like, so uh, if you're going to play Mira, there'll just be anyone near one of the windows. Near Watch Mira. out for that. It's still in the game. They have not fixed it. Maybe it'll get fixed tomorrow because they did say uh, PS4 servers were getting maintenance between 9.30 to 11.30 uh, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. One thing I love about Siege, all the maintenance is in our time zone. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. Because it's over in Montreal, which is also Eastern God, Time. God, I love those Canadians. So uh, I'll take it because it makes it a lot easier to just not have to do basic math for like 12 seconds of my day. Why is I my, wish they made servers like they made crepes because if these servers are even close to that. It'd be amazing. Food in Montreal is outstanding. Oh, Al's apparently having a good round in Siege. Oh, yeah, I got that text, he needs, too. He needs us on the battlements. Yeah. <laughs> Full <laughs> battle? Uh, <clears throat> all right, how are we doing on time here? We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Yeah. Uh, well, I, we actually, uh, this isn't even a question from one person in particular, but we had people on Reddit through email and through Twitter and whatnot. People really want to know uh, kind of our opinions and strategies on certain maps. So I figure uh, we can kind of do that probably once a week. Just kind of talk about all the maps and go on a rundown through them. Yeah. So yeah. I figure this week we can just uh, talk about the favorite that we're always touting, House. Oh, it's great. And there's actually some pretty good kill spots. Most people know the most crucial ones and yeah. everything. But uh, we'll, we're just going to go on a rundown through them. And then there's also a few ones that uh, people may not know about. So uh, Let's get the ball I, mean, I was going to say, what about you guys? What, what's, what's the major ones that you're thinking about? My, uh, my main strategy for house is i always play the balcony above the front door between the construction room and the bathroom yep i always play that location either as fuse ash uh buck occasionally but it's just a really good pressure spot Mm -hmm. if they're well obviously if they're in the basement that's not going to be where you play that yeah maybe a good survey point to see the lobby but it's not really where you're going to stay if they're on the first floor or the second floor of the house at all, it's one of the best spots to be as long as you just keep in mind that that window can be shot yeah. through as well. Yeah, and the yeah. blinds can only save you. I was going to say, that's the perfect counter to that strategy. You're talking about hanging through and looking through the slot of yeah, that big that, slotted window. the big okay. slotted window right up front. Like gotcha. It can save you because they have a very narrow shot, but I've been headshotted through there before. Like People can get you 
Gotta if watch you're, it. If you're not paying attention. Yeah, and also the side window from a uh, construction room too. Yep, they, they they can look right out and pop you if you're not watching your flank. So keep yep, yep. an eye on that right balcony too. But yeah, otherwise, if it's basement, um, it really depends how the upstairs goes. Because <laughs> if the upstairs goes badly, then I might not even make I mean, it there. Something but. to always remember on basement because I always forget it, and we. We had just talked about it pretty recently when we were playing on house. Is the fucking hatch over the staircase? Yes, yes. Yeah. Over yes, the staircase yes. uh, towards the lobby. Always remember, there's actually a hatch up there. No one ever see, really seems to reinforce it, and it's always kind of just there. But it's right up there on the uh, balcony, like you were talking mm-hmm. about. That hatch leads right down into the uh, staircase that leads down to weight room in the basement. So just don't forget that you can get some nasty angles played if you break that and then kind of kneel down up there and aim down the staircase to get a far angle. So. uh that that that's really good kill hole to use. I mean the two the two big classes to think of are either in kids' bedroom or in uh, the construction room. Mm-hmm. Is putting kill holes over the walls and the back staircases over there. I mean it sacrifices your cover a little bit, but it gives you you you're always going to have the edge of people coming up the stairs because of the angles. If you're watching, you're them, looking it's down at cost. them. They have to they have to get into a way weirder fucking position to be able to look up at you. Because your your point of view is from the center of the chest. So and then in the meantime, mind. what you can also do with that is just put that kill hole there. Put a set of barbed wire right at the bottom of the stairs. So and even as listen. you're looking down it, the second you hear it, you can let your roamer know that someone's at the bottom of those stairs. So they can start also making maneuvers to get them from the other side. And you may even be able to keep them distracted with a little bit of fire if you're trying to pre-fire. may even get lucky with a kill. It's but perfect. you can either do that over on, a, I wish I had the map in front of me so I could just say north, south, east, or west. But people know what you're talking about. It's the, the staircase on the back side of the building. Yep. But uh, those windows over it. The ones yeah, that, yeah, you can either do that in kids' room or do it in a do it over in construction room i would recommend not doing it to both just because it creates a l- it makes it a little bit too much easier for the attackers to be able to kill the defenders i've realized and plus they're, they're more likely to notice two holes than one hole so and then I think especially just to get the edge. if you have someone on windows and they've broken them down mm-hmm. it can get yeah. a very easy cross view and from if they're like on the window outside a kid's room they can now see all the way over to fucking the construction room or vice versa if you're out in a window in construction room point. now you've now gloss can see dead into the kid's room Mm-hmm. And it gives them a wicked far angle to be able to peek from. So, like I said, I would recommend doing it to one and then reinforcing the other. Or maybe even putting a mirror window up there. Mm-hmm. Her her mirror has actually added a little bit to the strategies. It lets you kind of harden around it now so no one can just fucking throw grenades can, at it and destroy Can you put your... them low or are they always at head level? No, you can put them low. You just have to crouch. No one ever does it. No kidding. I, yeah, I, I, I realized I, that. I, I thought I saw one once. That's interesting. I'll do it like on garage doors and whatnot to stop people from like going prone in front yeah, of it or anything yeah, yeah. like that. Just certain areas. You have to be careful with it, though, because it'll create too easy of kill spots for them because if you're going prone, they can like see under certain furniture. Yeah. I was say, they'll see you easier than you can see them if they're far off. Yeah, that's a good so point. So you just got to be careful for that. Uh, the big one that a lot of people may know, may not know of on a house is in the kitchen. There's that back wall. You know, if you say you're going into the kitchen, you back yourself up towards the uh, the sink and like where the uh, refrigerator is. Yeah. That back wall right there, right up against like the counter and everything. Even though you can't put a breaching charge on or it, or even shoot through it, you can destroy it. No, you can shoot through it. Oh, you, you can. can. You no, can shoot it. through it. No, you can destroy it and bring that. it down and bring it down to beams. No kidding. You just can't put a breaching charge on it. And also, uh, on it. but you can shotgun it out is the thing. And yeah, sure. Andy, I think you can, like you said, yeah, you can put a mirror wall on it. But uh, I'd have to test that. But th- that's one of those oh, big I've, ones I've that seen, a lot of people will I've use because a lot of people don't ever see that coming. It's because you're not ever thinking about it. No. I, that, that, that's a safe corner. Correct me if I'm wrong. Can you put a fuse charge on that thing? No. Can't? No, there's no, way to, there's, there's no way to get the clearance over that dresser. Yeah, that's right, because it's blocking it out of the way. But yeah, that's a major kill spot I'm thinking of. And then, uh, what is it? Another one. 
a noble another one. one. A noble one. But uh, also with construction room, I noticed a good one is uh, the side of construction room the, where the door lets out over onto the balcony and it lets out onto the wide fanned window. If you put a kill hole right on that wall, you can now just walk freely up on that ledge and kind of give yourself a weird advantage angle over people maybe coming in through the front door or coming in from that window. They're not going to expect you at an angle so goddamn close to that window. And you might even be able to get a peek from it if they're just standing out there on that uh, part of the roof. Yeah. But also, like That's I said, it, gives you, it gives you that whole ledge that runs from that wall all the way up to the master staircase. Mm. You can just look right over the window. A lot of people tend to see it coming, but uh, I've had it work like one in every fucking 20 tries. So, you know. Who knows? That's a 5% chance, man. That, right? It's, it's better than nothing. That is significant. I, I, I'll, I'll tend to do that if we're winning 2-0 to on a game on house. Just try that strategy as yeah, a defender. Yeah. Why not? But uh, I was going to say, do you guys have any any ideas on house? I'm trying to think of good kill spots. I, I got, I got um, one more. Is, um, in the, if you're going in the garage, um, I think in hostage, the hostage is usually in the laundry room. Is that the room like between the garage and the stairs where the hatch comes down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like laundry room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hostage, I've noticed if um if you manage to get into the garage, and uh, this if you're coming through the right garage door and you go all the way back, you know the wall sort of like sets in a little bit. The wall, yeah, that, yeah. But, but the wall that's against the workout room. Well, if you look to your left, the part of the wall that goes back, that's actually destructible too. Yep. So if you actually you can take that wall down as a sledge or someone like that, or even as a defender trying to keep the attackers out, um, you can destroy that wall. And you had they're not gonna. I've seen people backed into that corner nine times out of ten. They're not looking behind them. Nope. So you can actually d- break that wall in the corner. So I guess uh, to try and it's really hard without pictures or a uh, or a video, Maybe but um, make some video or something. Yeah, so so stuff. like you know, basically, if you go in through the left garage, go in the door to the laundry room, and look immediately to your right, that wall all the way in immediately to your right. You can shoot through that, break through that, and like I said, it'll go it down, it'll bring it down. I think it'll bring it down to the beams. I'm not sure if you can go all the way through it, but you can shoot through it. So um, that's a really good way if someone hunkers down in the corner with a shield under the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a really good way for you to uh, come up behind them and surprise them, especially if it's a 1v1. So, um, yeah, I'd say down in the laundry room, you, do ha- you can attack from that, that little corner right there under the stairs. It's like that alcove next to the shelf because they're almost gonna, always going to be watching the hatch. They're not going to be looking behind them. So I, that, I, I've, used that, I've used that strategy a couple times as Buck especially, and uh, that, that's worked out pretty well. So not you know like maybe one time out of ten, but it's yeah. it's it's a good it's a good card it's to have in the enough. deck. Yeah, you gotta have enough cards in the deck. I don't uh, always get a blue eyes out, but when I do, I'm glad I have them. <laughs> Trying to think uh, another strategy. Oh, I remember uh, one when I was just messing around on PC. Uh, good spot in house if you were like playing fuse, where to put your charges. Say they're you know they're in the basement. People always like to be like pesky little roamers and hiding in the weight room if they're in the basement. So if you just take one of your charges, use the pool table, either put it on the top or the bottom of the pool table, your charges will bounce around most of the weight room at that point and clear it out. I noticed that it puts it right behind the weights. So, you know, if you're coming down the stairs and you turn to your right, there's that Mm -hmm. little area that they're totally protected by. You put it dead in front of the uh, pool table right above it. That shoots right behind all those weights. So you can fuck people up that way. I realized that. At the very least, pop it and run down. You'll flush them right out to where you can see. Yeah, and then you'll see them flanking left because they're only they only have two doors to go through at that point. Either right across the stairs or the door over. That's yeah, then a just strategy. a door to go outside. So you really have them cornered if you do that. Very nice. Yeah, but uh, I mean, do we have anything else for house? Anything? Um, anything get, big? One more I noticed was if you're in, if you have to defend kids' room, you know that closet and master bedroom. 
Yes. If you want to reinforce one of those walls, you can put a kill hole. If you use an impact grenade dead center of that back wall, then reinforce the right side of it. You can actually back into the right and back into that corner, and you can peek into the kids' room while being completely protected from the doorway. So if they're not coming in through master bedroom, you have you you're not actually they're not actually able to see you until they're in the room. But it allows you to be protected from that far window, from the door coming up to the stairs, from kill holes if you've made them. And uh, a lot of times they might not even see you. Or even don't even break a hole through the wall. Just don't reinforce those walls. So say you're playing a pulse, you can be able to, you can shoot right into the kid's bedroom. And it's small enough, you're going to catch them on your sensor if they're anywhere in that bedroom. Yeah. So, um, and they're not going to expect you to be right there and you're blasting them through the wall. So if you use, the, yeah, use a closet and master bedroom to sort of uh, sight without sight on the uh, kid's bedroom. You know, but uh, sort of omens. Give me sight, sight beyond, beyond sight. sight. Uh, so that's really dating us, Thundercats. Holy crap! But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so, was even um, before our time. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Makes me but, feel old. Snarf, snarf. But yeah, yeah. That's um. I, I've noticed really, really a lot of really a lot of good ones for kids' bedroom. It is not as bad of a room as I initially thought it was. Once no. you really learned how to use the adjacent rooms to yeah. your advantage. Do not hunker down in kids' bedroom because that is a yeah. Kill that, box that's the toughest thing about house. House is the last map you want to use really any sort of hunkering down strategy on. A lot of the rooms are way too small, except for garage. Mm-hmm. Garage is really the only room you can pull that off in. Yeah, a lot of the other ones are pretty obvious. I can think of around there. I mean, like you know, hiding out in the bathroom maybe to try and watch somebody sneaking in. Like, yeah. is a defender actually hopping up on that balcony that the uh, slotted window you were talking about, Rusty, looks into? Yeah, I've seen Caviaras up there before, um, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, really just uh, a lot of the action really happens on the second floor. Ground floor yep. is okay, but second floor and basement. Yeah, second floor and right at the garage where that's going on. That's such a hot spot, especially if mm. the objective, the hostage, or one of the bombs. There's a lot there. of choke points. And I guess that really brings in the whole idea of choke points. Is mm-hmm. you, you really want to narrow it down to they're going to be forced to walk in front of you whether they like it or not. Yeah. So that, uh, that makes your job as a defender a whole hell of a lot easier if you can control where they go. Working them angle. That's yes, what you sir. Do. But that's about all I got for house. I was going to say, uh, yeah, I can't think of anything more that's all some pretty good stuff. Yeah. I mean, if anyone else has whatever your favorite strategies are, write it into us. Hashtag it, R6SiegeCast on Twitter, write it into the email. Super curious about that. And also, uh, write into which map you want to hear us talk about next time. Because uh, I don't know which ones could we really talk about. All of them. All of them, really. What are our favorite maps? What map are we going to talk about next time? I don't know. That's that's too far in the future, man. I, it's next I, week. I, listen, I can go into that game and rage and never want to pick it up again. So until the following, we race. will determine the map. Yeah, I'm gonna have to balance it with For Honor now. Yeah, the game's it's good. It's good. It's just frustrating. It's very. It's the merging of a fighting game and a MOBA. I didn't know I wanted. Yubi knows you better than it's, you know you, yourself. Yeah, once I really started reading that, because I was reading a lot of reviews for the game, and a lot of people were like approaching it like it's a fighting game, and once I actually looked at it and the set list and the move list like that, I found myself doing better at the game and really just memorizing what their moves were for and what specifically type of scenarios they were counter- like countering and everything like that. Pretty much, if you had any interest in For Honor, uh, definitely pick it up. I think it's worth the buy if you were at least intrigued by the premise of the game or the gameplay. It's pretty. That be, oh, yeah, it's fucking gorgeous. I was gonna, if you have a PS4K at that point, I would definitely snag the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, on that note, that is another episode of the R6 Siegecast. As always, you can write into us at the Siegecast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at, at R6, R6. Oh, my God, is that a Freudian slip? 
Did Kenny G? That's what say one I think I just kind of slurred it, though, because I'm a little tired. Yeah. At R6, 6. 6. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. Did I even check the mic levels? They're fine. R6, Siegecast. And, uh, yeah, follow us on there. Until then, everyone, happy sieging. Thanks for listening.